Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs, but now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here, we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions, where every topic is fair game, and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hello and welcome back to another episode of On Tangent, my friends. I'm here again with Celine today. Hi, Celine. Hello. Hi. Celine and I are talking about when it's time to ask for help. I think, especially as small business owners, it's sometimes really hard to know when it's time and also when your budget is potentially limited, it's kind of hard to decide, okay, now it's the time. Now I think the budget is worth it to hire someone like the ROI is higher in hiring someone than me doing everything under the sun. So we'll talk about all of that today. And then we'll also cover some pros and cons of having a team, like even if it's just one external resource that you're hiring, what are the pros and cons of that? So that you can kind of like have a better understanding and better idea of do you actually want to hire someone or do you maybe want to wait a little? Is it is it just is it actually time or are you able to push a little bit longer on your own kind of thing? Yeah, no, this is a fun topic because well, not about fun, but it's an interesting topic because there's no like clear cut answer. Like I feel like the way that a business grows, the way that your team grows is totally dependent on what you're comfortable with, where the business is, and sort of just understanding different nuances of stuff that needs to happen, right? Because like Meta said, it it sounds like, oh yeah, like uh, there are more people, we'll get more done. I wish it was that simple. (laughs) (laughs) But there's so many things to consider when you bring someone on. So yeah, no, excited to see where this conversation takes us. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, Celine, because you're kind of coming from two perspectives, right? Can you talk yes. a little bit more about that? Yeah, no, for sure. So I have never been like the sole decision maker in a business, but I've been involved in small businesses, like small teams where, you know, we come together and like, okay, it's a time to bring someone on. Like, does this something that is this something that we need to outsource or bring additional help for? And then I've also been the per- like a person that's been brought on to an early team. So things to mm-hmm. consider like, skill set wise, just time wise. There's lots of things that we can talk about here. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully I can shed some light on both sides. Like if you want to be part of a big, like a small team, if you're will, like, you know, things to look out for on both ends. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> and then also just as like a side note, just so you guys know, Like Celine mentioned, there isn't like a clear cut answer of, okay, when this and this happens is when you want to bring on a team, (laughs) right? So it's not very clear, clear cut. Every business is different. Every business owner is different. So what we're going to be talking about today is our own 
perspective on things and like what we think about the topic and what we have done in the past or seen in the past. So just take that with a grain of, grain of salt. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get started and I'll just dive right in on answering the question of when is it time to ask for help? When is it time to bring someone on okay. to help you out? And I would personally say that you know it's time to get some extra hands on deck when you find yourself spending more time in the nitty gritty rather than the needle moving work. So if you know something is really, really important to your business and that's what's actually going to help bring in that first customer, bring in that first sale or whatever that might be for you, whatever that goal is for you, then if you feel like you're not spending as much time actually getting to that goal or like meeting that goal and getting that done and instead you're focusing on like a million other things because you don't have anyone else to do the rest but all of or potentially some of those things are also really important then you probably need help because if it's taking time away from the important things that's a red flag right yeah in my opinion that's where I would kind of start assessing the situation And I agree 100%. Sometimes, like, it's a matter of where you put your priorities. But if the thing that is taking up a lot of your time is something that is giving you, like, a good ROI or, like, it's giving you results that your business needs and it's helping you move the needle on, like, a big scale, but you really do need to spend your time to focus on another opportunity or another thing that's going to widen your pipeline, whatever it is, that is a good indicator that maybe it's time to give this to someone who can do this faster or to bring additional help so that you can get to those things because you probably could like keep doing that thing for a while like say for example like it's a social media thing like posting this often with this type of content is really helpful and it's giving it's help you're building an audience and it's going great but you really need to focus on building the website it doesn't hurt to see like maybe you need a social media coordinator or just someone who can handle that side of things. Especially like think of it like the engagement part. I don't have time to sit there and talk to people all day on social media as much fun as it is. <laughs> so stuff like that. Yeah, very true. I, I like that you're using examples because I think that was one of the very first things that I started outsourcing as soon as I was able to, which was getting like a VA to come in and do the outreach. Yeah. I just did not have time with everything else to sit there on Instagram or wherever and start commenting on people's stuff and things like that. So it was just, it made sense to offload that a little bit for a while and then so I could focus on other things. Yeah. And I would say like if you're finding yourself working like really crazy, like stupid hours, like if you're working to like 3 a.m. every day just because there's just so much to do and you're only one person and you're trying to just keep up with it all, then it's probably a good time to Take and a look I at guess, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like before jumping right into, okay, I need help. I need someone to come do this so I can do whatever. You also kind of need to stop and say, am I taking on things that I shouldn't really be doing right now? Like, am right. I Like, is it too early for this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, am I prioritizing things that could probably wait and instead I could work on X, Y, and Z? So if you have your prioritization right 
and you know exactly what is going to help you move the needle, you, but you really just cannot get to it because of time restraints or whatever, then you can, you know, start thinking about bringing someone on. All right, so bottom line, if you can barely cover the basics without wanting to pull your hair out <laughs> from stress <laughs> and exhaustion, then yeah, you probably need help. So that's like our short and sweet answer, although it's I feel like it's kind of a complicated answer but because it can go so many different ways, but that is basically our opinion on it. Okay. And let's talk about some of the pros and the cons of having a team because as amazing as having help is, which we'll talk about what the amazing parts are, there are also some cons that we want to make sure you're aware of before you decide that you need to bring someone else on. So, but let's start with the pros here. So the very first pro that we have for you guys is one, you don't have to juggle a million tasks yourself. You can delegate things off to your contractors or your team or your staff or whoever, like if you're actually hiring an employee versus a contractor, I don't know what's best for you, but whichever type of help you're hiring, you can hand those like smaller tasks out to them and so that you can focus more on the bigger picture and we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier too but the bigger picture thinking that you can do as the ceo as like the founder yeah yeah the founder the better okay i'll say this delegation is a skill as much as anything else is and as tempting as it is like when you're first starting out at least for some people right like i'm kind of like this where oh it's easier for me to do it i'll just do it myself or i already know what to do i'll just do it that if you do that with every single part and thing involved with your business, you will be working those crazy hours because you think that it's just better if you do it. <laughs> so yeah, like one of those pros of having a team is having the opportunity to get, hand something off to someone so that you have more brain space. Because when you make space for yourself, or at least, you know, sometimes when I, like when I schedule myself, my workload, my day to have some time in between things. I think more creatively. I find opportunities more easily. Like it's easier for me to step back and to look at something a little bit more critically and to look for new opportunities instead of just, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. And to your point, like if you can, because I think that's kind of like underrated a little bit in my opinion. Mm -hmm. the, the fact that giving yourself space to have calm and peace for a couple hours a day where you can actually stop and think clearly and your mind isn't overloaded with all the tasks that you need to get done for your business to run like a normal business. That really does give you a lot of creative space and I feel like that's very much underrated and not talked about a lot. I agree. Because like in the beginning when I was doing the content and the engagement and like all like everything under the sun not just social media but but everything the product. Yeah. yeah like everything so at that time it just kind of like sucks the creativity out of you because you're again you're like blinders on you're inside this little square of thinking like you don't have a lot of room to move all you can see is the things that you need to get done it's hard to see beyond those things yeah. to see like the bigger picture of things and so it makes it a lot harder to be creative 
Yeah, it's one of those where you like get sucked into the day to day. And when you're in that kind of mode, when you're in that like, quote unquote, doing mode, it's really hard to pull yourself out of it and just like, what's new? Like, what could I be doing differently? Because you're so because there's so much stuff to do that Mm -hmm. you just focus on the stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point, Celine. And I think another pro to having a team is it will allow you to leverage different skill sets. I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, but if you're not good at something, like as an entrepreneur, you can't be an expert in everything, right? Like you started your business. Sure, that's yeah, obviously like that's amazing, but that doesn't mean you're amazing at everything that your business needs. There are like guaranteed there are certain things that you're probably not so great at. Sure, can you learn them and master them? Absolutely. But do you have the time and the energy to do that with every single thing that needs to be mastered? Exactly. Inside your business? Like, is it worth no. it to master all of those things? Not really. Exactly. Yep. So like, obviously, like, again, you can't master everything. So having a team or like hiring and like outsourcing at least one or two people even you can leverage different skill sets in that way, which is, I think, a huge, huge pro. And yeah, like you can not just offload tasks, but you can also have someone that's better at it do the work. Like if I'm creating my own content, for example, and I'm doing an okay job, what, like if I can hire someone else who does it even better than myself, like why would I not do that if I have the capacity to do that you know right exactly and I think that's where like the value of finding the right people too like when it when you've decided okay this thing that I'm spending a lot of time on is worth the effort but where could it go if I brought someone who was really good at it in that's when you can start to like think about your team as not only like a, an opportunity to offload stuff, but an opportunity to grow your business as a whole. Like for like following Mida's content example, like, all right, if this channel really is bringing me this good traffic and it's bringing me this traffic with my off the cuff random <laughs> content, but it's not very strategic right now. Imagine sort of like the growth that you'll see in like a month, two months, three months, once I actually put like a content strategy in place and can really have someone dedicated and focused on growing it as a channel. That's the other benefit of having someone on your team is that you are bringing opportunities to grow the business, not only just in the space that you have, but in the channels and the stuff that you've already established and are handing off to someone that you trust to take it to the next level, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I could snap right now at what you just said. (laughs) I'm snapping. I don't know if you can hear it, but (laughs) very well said. I think another like pro to this is that to just kind of piggyback off of what you just said is not just offloading things, but when you have a team, like when it's not just you, you're not the only one thinking and being creative about things. There are now more, more than you who are being creative about a certain topic. So you have more ideas flowing, more thoughts flowing more brainstorming flowing right so it's not just you bouncing ideas off of yourself and yes and it comes like right back to you it's like 
hitting a ball to to a wall that bounces right back at you and that's your <laughs> idea <laughs> right and instead you're like passing this ball around and maybe someone will pass the ball back to you in red but and then another person will pass it back to you in green like it's just different ideas come back so i think that's another huge benefit of having a team yeah like you get people who if you find people who are as into your business and they care about it as much as you do you have more creativity kind of going into it right like you have multiple brains you could actually brainstorm like Maida was saying like bounce ideas back and forth they bring new perspectives like they have their skills their expertise the things that your team has done previously that they can bring to this and be like hey I've seen success in this I think it would make sense for this business to to, to try this strategy or something is it something that we can work in and then yeah sure since you have experience in it you can take it and run and then see where it goes from there. I think that's the beauty of having like a collaborative environment too. So not just hiring a team, but finding team members who are willing to kind of be experimental. Right. Especially if your business is early. Yeah. I love experimental. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I always love like testing different things. Like, what about this? What about that? Maybe a little too much. I might love it a little too much, but (laughs) but yeah, I, I like to try different things yeah and i think to build on that the other pro is that it can help you like having a team can help you develop and launch new services and new offers because right now you're turning those ideas that you're bouncing back and forth into actual like reality like offer packages or services or whatever and having more space to think more creatively, it naturally will bring ideas for new offers and new services. And again, that helps to lead or to help to grow your business, not just your business as in like your business in revenue, but like it helps grow your team. It helps grow the people that work with you and for you and those things as well, which is all so so beautiful when it happens and another pro is you can hopefully buy back some personal and family time which yes it's that's the one of the most amazing things and you can avoid burnout in that way because we all know what happened in the last few years everyone worked so so hard and then all of a sudden everyone crashed right right so when you have an opportunity to offload some of those things you can have more time with your family and I think I mean at the end of the day starting your own business one of the biggest reasons for why a lot of people start their own business is because they want more time with for themselves and with their family and they just they're tired of being burnt out in their corporate jobs potentially you know so again one of those reasons that you started your business is this so obviously having a person to come help you down the line if it is time for you to hire someone that could definitely lead to that ultimate dream of you know working a little less and enjoying life a little more yeah no i totally agree and sometimes you you know when you're on the internet you're going through reels or tiktok sometimes you see those jokes or like you know funny neat uh reels where like oh i quit my nine to five so that i can work (laughs) <laughs> 12 hours to work on my business instead I feel like that's like a normal progression of kind of the starting a business just because you're trying things you're trying to figure things out the systems okay. don't exist 
that's just sort of like a natural occurrence. But that's where having a team comes in so that you can rebalance that. So like, yes, you put in all this work and you're working all these long hours, but it doesn't have to be that way. If you've identified mm-hmm. like opportunities for a team member to come in and help you with these things, then, and it makes sense, then you can finally like lighten the load a little bit. Yeah. And actually side tangent here, I want to call BS on any post that you see online that says, I started my business and now I am, I work whenever I want, wherever I want. Yeah. You don't right see. Right from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, not the thing that, what happens. That thing <laughs> that that post is not telling you is that, yeah, I started my business like a year or two ago and now I can work whenever I want after I have put my blood, sweat, tears <laughs> yes. into so making it read so I between do that. the lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, like they're trying to sell you an ideal, which it is. Like starting a business is incredibly free or being part of a small business and having, you know, setting those boundaries for yourself. That's amazing. But it doesn't, you, you have to get there. Like you can't just mm-hmm. go into it expecting that that be what the, the thing is. That's how it's right. going to be from the beginning. Unless you want a business that goes down crashing. Like <laughs> if you, if you're, if you start a business and say, well, I started my business, now I can, Work two Not hours just gonna a work day. Two hours a day. Yeah, a yeah. week or whatever. Yeah, right. And then be like, "Well, this is what it's supposed to be like." No, well, yeah, it's gonna be like that eventually. But right off the bat, there's a lot of work that needs to go into it, and got to be committed to that. And then eventually, when you're able to, when you decide, okay, now is the right time, you can hire someone to offload some of the tasks and keep growing from this, so that you can get your time back for your for yourself, for your family, and all those things. Exactly. All right. That was a nice little tangent. Um, (laughs) Related. Are there any, yeah, (laughs) are there any other pros that you can think of? I think we've covered all the ones we wanted to cover. Yeah, I think those are a lot of the- Or at least that we had listed here. Yeah, I think those are like the main pros is that you get time back. You have the opportunity to grow your business with a team like they bring stuff to the table and then you have space to think about the business strategically i think those are like Mm -hmm. the big big like pros of hiring a team (laughs) exactly yeah and of course there are cons as there are cons to anything really there are also cons to having a team so we'll talk about that now and the very first con that we thought of is Hiring and managing people takes additional time and effort. I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive to what we just told you, which was that you're going to get time back. But, you know, hiring and managing people does take time away from you because initially, and the key term being initially here, is that you need to train them, right? Like you need to tell them what's what and what your systems are, what your processes are, what you even do, like all of those things to get them up and going and to also like build this trust between the both of you, making sure they understand what it is that you're expecting, what you're looking for. So all of those things will require some time in the beginning. But once you're over that onboarding hurdle, it's like assuming assuming they understand what you want and they do a good job and all that. After that, it's like smooth sailing, which is super, super amazing after. Yeah. And I think... This is one. This is where 
that first hurdle in kind of understanding how good you are at delegating things kind of comes from because when you're onboarding someone, when they're first getting their feet wet with you, the business, the processes, everything that you're kind of expecting from them, it almost feels like, okay, is this worth it? It'd be like, this would be done. The time it takes me to get this person up to speed, this thing would have been done by now. It's really tempting to give into that. And I ask you to resist that because yes, it is going to be a lot of work. And sometimes like depending on like how you guys work, if you guys are remote, just like learning styles, communication styles and figuring all that out, it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of establish that trust and, you know, build those systems and the rapport and everything that you need to kind of be successful and to have your new teammate be successful, it's so worth it. So it, but we're talking about the cons, like this is something that you have to plan for, right? Like is the thing that you're hoping to bring a team member on for going to be like this forever? Is it going to be worth it the long term? That's something that you have to consider when you're thinking about bringing on a team member. Because maybe, like with the social media example, like I really need help putting all of this social media together to post three times a week. Are you going to keep posting three times a week? Is there something else? Are you bringing on someone that can also help you with something else? Like, is social media going to be a long-term part of your strategy? Have you established that it is? All things to consider. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, if it's just like a one-time project type of deal, like, you could potentially just hire one person. Like a contract, for like, like a, the, the project, yeah, yeah. Right, for the actual project itself and then be done with it kind of thing. But we're talking about, like, hiring a contractor, like, you know, potentially, like, long term or at least a few months and yeah absolutely it will take some time for you to onboard them but it's kind of like that saying goes which is like go slow to go fast you're gonna go slow for a little bit just to be able to bring them up to speed but then once they are up to speed get ready because then you're running right right (laughs) you're you're gonna you're gonna be able to get so much more done eventually but again the cons here is that you do have to spend that upfront time yeah to be prepared for that it's not i guess it's a con but it's not necessarily like a long-term con so that's why we're kind of like but it's definitely something between (laughs) right exactly but it's something you have to consider right exactly another con is that now you're also paying for this employee or contractor you know whichever way you end up going other employee or contractor now you're obviously also increasing expenses and potentially shrinking your profit margins because you've got a new you know hire to right yeah like you've got to pay for this person right so obviously that is a con to be aware of although i would say like it's not like a deal breaker potentially if you're hiring like outsourcing out of the country But again, we're talking about cons. I'm not trying to like spin it into positives. Right, right. Um, So again, just be mindful of that. You are increasing your expenses at that point. Yeah. It's just one of those things you have to consider, right? Like when you go into, is it like as you're evaluating, is it time to bring out a team member or outsource something? It's just one of those things you have to think about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. is there room in the budget for this? Like, do I have to shift things around? Like, what is the rate for someone that I'm looking for? It's, you know, whatever. All things mm-hmm. that just, like, thoughts that have to kind of, you have to run through before you commit to it. Because hiring someone's like a big decision to make. 
So you, yeah. you kind of really have to put thought into it. Right. Agreed. And, you know, piggybacking off of what you just said, which is like hiring someone is a big decision. And that other con that we were going to talk about is that they might not meet the expectations that you set and they might require more supervision, if I could talk correctly, (laughs) and they might require more supervision from you or even possibly like you might have to fire and rehire you just never know it's kind of like if you do i mean you're gonna have to have like a good hiring process in mind or like at least set a little bit so that you can try to avoid this but it is a con to keep in mind because if you don't hire properly you know even if it's just like a contractor for one project they might produce something that you don't like but you still have to pay them so that's a risk you're running so that's again another con to remember so, I mean, even with great hires, people still require some oversight and some performance management. So, again, that's also yeah. something to consider because your time will go there as well. Yeah. It's, what am I trying to say? Like weighing the pros and cons, like hiring someone's a big, big old thing. And so you really just need to sit and think about, am I in a good place to do this? Is the business in a good place to do this? Because the last thing you want to do is find someone that you really want to work with and then the system isn't set up properly or it's just not the right time. And one, you know, one of the things that you can do when you do this is just kind of be upfront with whoever you're hiring that like, here's kind of what my expectations are. Here's this, here's that. And then just being open and transparent about it because most people, I can't say all people because who knows, most people just want to like do something and do a good job. Or at least that's kind of how I think of things. Like when I, whenever anyone approaches me with a project, I don't want to take it if it's not something that I think I'm a good fit for because then they're stuck with me and I'm not doing a good job or like I'm not able to give them what they need. You know what I mean? Like it's Uh a, it's a big old dance. So when you're thinking about hiring someone, I guess... Where am I going? (laughs) Just like be transparent, like be open about it. Like, and something that like might... You know, if you're on the fence, like, hey, I think this is something that I really need to hire for, but I'm not sure if now is the time, maybe start it off as a project, right? Like, so say you want to offload social media, for example. I'll just keep going back to that example. If you want to offload social media, work with someone for a few months to produce X number of posts, evaluate the performance, kind of see how it goes. And then, then you're not like stuck or committed to, I have to figure out how to fire this person because... The contract will end. You can evaluate if this is a kind of person you like working with, if you can see the potential of like where they could go with it, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I love that idea. It's a really good way to kind of like reduce the risk, long-term risk at least. Yeah, for both sides, right? Because maybe mm-hmm. you decide, okay, maybe this isn't exactly the kind of company that I do want to work for and then that's totally fine. At least they tried. More. They did what they need to do and then both sides can evaluate okay whether they need to try it again or not yeah yeah and I love that you're you say I think about it like I don't want to take it if I don't think I'm a good fit for it I feel like not a lot of people think that way and I wish more people did because right I have hired people in the past where I'm like what the heck is this like this is not good (laughs) close to what you wanted yeah yeah, and like I've given so much direction and it's still not good. So it's like 
I'm glad that you're saying like, I feel like some people just need to listen to this and actually <laughs> practice this. Yeah. So if you if you don't think you can do a great job for whatever project it is, please don't take it. Please only take like it's it's your own reputation too. Because then if you can't yeah. do a good job, then you're not like you might get a bad review or whatever whatever platform you're getting hired from, you might get a bad review or something like that. So you're kind of risking your own reputation. So just don't do it. Yeah. And just be like upfront and honest with whoever you're working with, right? So like if you're early in your career, like you're a freelancer or you're trying to do stuff, like you're going to make those mistakes and that's totally fine. That's normal. Like I kind of expect people to do that. Mm -hmm. But be upfront about it and be open to feedback, right? Like the only way that you're going to get better is if you put yourself out there, you try something and you learn from it. And this goes for both sides of it, right? Like if you're on the fence about hiring someone and it makes sense, like logistically, you see like the potential, try it. But <laughs> when you try it, whether you go with a contractor, short-term project, whatever it is, be tuned into that and try to learn from it. Because the only way you're going to make better hiring decisions or figure out the kinds of work styles that mesh the best with yours is if you experience those. And there's no shame in... I tried this, it didn't work. It's better to do that than to live in limbo with like, I never tried it, so I don't know if this is going to work or I tried it, I don't like it, but I made this decision, so I'm going to swallow it. Like that sucks for mm -hmm. everyone involved. And it actually kind of goes the other way too. Like if it's your first time hiring someone and you're not very good at managing people or like giving directions and things like that, be honest about that. You can tell you can tell the person that you're working with, like, hey, I've never had to explain this to someone before. So if it doesn't make sense, like, please let me I'm know. Available, yeah. Please let me know. Yeah. Like, things like that will go a really long way for sure. They really do. And then, like, this, the key to success, like, I can feel like when you're hiring someone or getting to know a team member or whatever, whether you're hiring someone or you're working with people, is to just be upfront and honest and as authentic as possible. Like, mm -hmm. there's no, there's no point to being defensive about things or egotistical like there it's not going to take right. you anywhere you, you're all on the same team ideally you're all working toward the same goals or at least you're you know amicable enough to just play nice and see where this idea takes you like i feel like honesty is the best policy in this case yes totally agreed all right those were all the cons that we had ready for you guys i would say overall if the workload is completely overwhelming um, as a solopreneur, the benefits of having some help tend to outweigh the costs. That's, again, my own opinion here, my mm -hmm. own advice to you guys. But I will leave you with this. Do not hire for like hypothetical help that you think you might need someday. Only when the need is actually pressing and you really need help on something, that's when you can start thinking about hiring someone. If there's a task or like something you're like, oh, I'm going to need a social media manager in six months, like you do not need to hire someone right now for that, right? So only start hiring when it's actually necessary and it's pressing. And also start small, bring on like the minimal support, like as, as little support as you actually need at first, because you can always expand the team. You can always, you know, keep hiring different people for different things as your business grows, which your business will grow 
as long as you do not give up on it, it will grow. So make sure that you leave some room for potential growth there. So like hire when you need, stop when you think you have met or like stop hiring when you think you have plenty of people doing what it is that you actually need that's pressing. And then just keep growing after that. You don't need to hire everyone in their mom tomorrow. <laughs> so that's my last two cents for you guys on that. Yeah. And I totally agree with Maida. Like, it's really nice to visualize that one day you're going to have a big team. You're going to have all these people. Keep that in the back of your mind. But that doesn't have to be the thing that you reach for now. It like just, I guess my takeaway here is don't get ahead of yourself. Like, you do not, I hate this for like, in the startup world, like the tech bro world, like I always hated the phrase of like, stay lean for lots of reasons. <laughs> but there is some, <laughs> you know, value to that, which is, you know, only hire the people that you need. You don't want to be spending your time. You don't want to become like a middle manager for your own business, right? Like you want to hire people that will help you grow your business and can help you lead your efforts to where you need them to go. But you do not need someone to do every single little task. Like the titles don't need to be that specific. Like you only do social media unless like social unless social media content creation is like a big, big, big part of your business, which may be, but really just evaluate yeah. like what your business needs, how you work, and then just be open to seeing like where it goes. Okay. And you could potentially save some money that way anyway. So like if you're hiring for fewer hours because you only need help with XYZ, then you're keeping the expenses down. So exactly. Then something else to think about. All right, friends, this was all we had for you guys today. I hope that it was really helpful for you guys to listen in on when it's time to ask for help and some of the pros and cons of having a team. If you found this episode helpful, please, please share it with another entrepreneur and small business owner so that we can help them as well so that our message reaches them as well. All right, friends, I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will talk next time.